What If World is supported by our sponsors and by listeners like you on Patreon. What if kittens played the clock inch Hey there, folks, and welcome back to What If World, the show where your questions and ideas inspire off-the-cuff stories. I'm Mr. Eric, your host. I know I say I'm excited a lot. I mean, I just, I, I love doing this show. And there are some people that I am just so happy to do this show with. And my friend Sloane is one of them. We've been friends for years. I've known her mother for a long time. And oh, wow, I just, I'm so excited. How, how are you doing, Sloane? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. What uh, what grade are you in now? I'm homeschooled, but I would technically be in fourth. You know, you're getting extra credit for this. Can I say that? Am I allowed? Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll run it past your mom. And she can run it by your other teacher, too. So, Sloane, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for coming on my show today. I hear that you have a what-if question for us. My question is, what if there was a channel on my TV, like in What Is World, that you could watch what's happening in What If World, oh. and... The channel was run by a dog named Tuna. <laughs> a dog named Tuna. Now, I remember when you wrote in this question, there was something special about the dog. Do you want to keep that as a surprise for later? Yeah. We'll save it for a special okay. surprise. I think it'll be fun. Okay. Sloane, we are going to find out what if there was a channel on your TV in What Is World where you could watch What If Worlds and there was a news station run by a dog named Tuna. Tuna. Sloan, what are you waiting for? Turn your TV on. Okay. Beep. Um, let me see. Is that, is that JF Cat? That's right. It's me, JF Cat, coming at you from Channel XYZ. Oh, okay. Well, sorry. They're, they're telling me I have to get off the air because it's time for the Tuna Clock News. <laughs> Suddenly, JF Cat is nudged off the screen by another screen. Pushing him away. Ah, uh, this is really, this shouldn't be as uncomfortable as it is. It's just a screen. <laughs> hey, everybody. It's the Tuna Clock News with me, Tuna, the invisible dog. Yeah, I'm invisible. This is what everybody wanted, huh? I just want to let everybody know here that we're looking for a new newscaster, okay? A anybody out there want to help us tell tell the news to everybody in what is world? Hello? <laughs> Ah, come on, Sloane. I mean, come on. Obviously, I'm talking to you. Can't you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, all right. Yeah, grab my paw here. Reach through the screen. Yeah, just like that. Okay. I've always wondered what it feels like to reach through a screen. Feels weird. From my end, it feels like reaching through Tuna, but I guess it's just because I love Tuna, you know, it's just my namesake and whatnot. Yeah. And Sloane felt an invisible dog paw pull her in to What If World. Oh, my... Okay, all right, all right. We got a lot of news to get through today, okay? The first is a news story, yeah, uh, you're gonna love it. Okay, Mr. Eric gets hit by a giant ball of ice cream. Wait, I, sorry, what? Is that actually go- Ow, come on! Tuna! Are you okay? Are you, are you okay, Mr. Eric? It's a really, really big ball of ice cream. Oh my gosh, are you okay? 
Oh, you know, the rest of this what-if question says that JF Cat had to save him. Now you come crawling back to me. Well, forget about it. Oh, no. You didn't want me on your show earlier. Why am I gonna save Mr. Eric now? I guess because, um, you need to and you're the only one who can because everybody else is busy. Fine, but I'm not gonna be fast about it. <laughs> well, at, at least save him. He's like drowning in ice cream. <laughs> I'm a lactose intolerant! Oh no, that's terrible! Okay, I'll lick as fast as I can. We'll check in with them later, uh, but meanwhile, we got some more news happening all over What If World. Ooh, sheesh, Luis. Alright, Sloan, we're gonna need you to report on this. It seems that seashells are growing legs on the beach, and they're walking around scaring people, yeah. Oh no. So, Sloan, what, what's going on down at the beach? So, seashells have legs now, ah. and they're running around and trying to, ah. trying to, like, eat people. Uh, Sloane, do you think, in your professional journalistic opinion, that these uh, seashells are going to take over the world, or just eat all the people in it? Probably eat people and then take it over, yeah, and then kind of, like, keep some people as, like, their servants. I can't understand you, little seashell. Hey, while you're on the beach, another what-if question is coming in. It seems like eels are suddenly also growing tiny legs, and now they're walking around the beach, too. Um, yes, I do see them, and they're trying to electrocute people, so I better run. Run. Okay, I'm safe now. I'm behind a tree. From here, in the comfort of this very comfortable new studio, where I'm an invisible dog and have nothing to fear from, from creatures such as that, uh, I can see that there are uh, a small army of electric eels and seashells quickly clamoring towards you on the beach. Um, oh no. I better run again. In your professional journalistic opinion, are these eels pure evil or only kinda evil? I think they're a little less evil because they're they're only trying to protect themselves because they think humans are evil and they think the humans are trying to like pollute their waters which we are but we're not trying to that's just our machines and stuff okay they are buzzing uh, as if they are agreeing with you but uh, hang on hang on sloan sidebar with me over here okay listen i mean this is a news show so we gotta give them the juicy news and when you're trying to get you know make these people sound empathetic and relatable now nah, people don't want to hear that you gotta make everybody sound as bad as possible that's what makes really good news that's gonna help our ratings you understand sloan okay let's get you out of here because we gotta check back in with mr <laughs> eric <who's... laughs> oh my god jeff can't lick faster oh i'm licking as fast as i wait did you mean lick the ice cream or my fur the ice cream jf so the problem is some of the ice creams in my fur. So after I get that out, I'm going to get right no. back to the pile. No, you're going to lick the ice cream. Then you can get it out of your fur. You have to say, Mr. Eric. Oh, oh, thank you, Sloan. <laughs> of course. Okay, fine. Thank you. Sloan, breaking news. We got to teleport you back out to the field right now because it appears that flower petals have turned into dog tongues. Oh, no. Yes, flower petals have turned into dog tongues. People taking gentle walks in the park are now having their ankles licked. Ew. We've teleported you. <laughs> you are in the once beautiful field of flowers, which are now, uh, you know. Dog tongues. You said it. Give us all the juicy details. You know what I mean? Wink, wink. 
I'm invisible, so I have to say wink so that you can know that I'm winking. Yes. Let's see. They're like licking my ankles really hard. Oh, that tickles. Ah. Oh, I got us. Ah. Okay, stop it, flowers. But if we pick them, and then after a little while, it'll just die if you don't like plant it or something. So you're telling the folks at home that the only way to protect themselves from these evil, vicious licking flowers is to pick them all right away. In a little bit, they might turn back into flowers because one just stopped licking me. <laughs> oh, I don't know what it's saying. Oops, I just held my mouth full of your ankle. I think your original point about picking us was very good. You know, we are flowers. We, we like to be enjoyed in the vase, but don't just pick us willy-nilly so that, so that we're not there anymore. That's not very nice. Oh, listen to this one. Tuna. Oh, sorry, sorry. sorry. I, I'm invisible. So they do not want to be picked. They're just there. They like licking ankles, but if you do not want them to, you can just tell them, please don't lick my ankles, and they... If they are nice, they will stop. I mean, if they don't, then they're not very nice. I am so sorry to interrupt. We have a developing story here. It appears Mr. Eric has been hit by a wave of whipped cream and uh, hot fudge toppings and also a cherry on top. <laughs> okay, somebody dig him out. Uh, like Fred the dog or something. He has a giant tongue. That would work. Fred the dog here. I just helicoptered in. I heard that there was something that needed licking and that these flowers were kind of stealing my thunder, licking everything all the time. <laughs> so, yes, Fred, please lick Mr. Eric out since you have such a big tongue. It's perfect. Oh, yeah. You know what? I love licking Mr. Daddy. I mean, Eric. <laughs> no, uh, sorry to interrupt, but uh, I have gotten myself very messy so, Fred, if you wouldn't mind just licking me, and then the, uh, oh, sorry, Sloan's giving me a very uh, dirty... Fred the dog's gonna lick Mr. Eric, because he's, like, drowning, and then he will clean you, okay? Oh, fine. Thank you. I mean, all dogs can't have ice cream on what is world, but here on what if world, I can eat as much as I want. Yes. I'm not sure you might still get a stomach. Ah, oh, forget about it. <laughs> Sloan, you gotta get back out of uh, Mr. Eric's studio. What if questions have been coming in from left and right and upside down and center? And we got a new question. What if trees could only eat cookies? For some reason, I set up this news station in the middle of a forest. So I need you to get out there and do something about these trees. All the trees that came out of the ground, all their roots are legs, and they're running around trying to find cookies. And they go, cookie, cookie, cookie. Cookie, cookie, cookie. Hey, hey, are you a cookie? No. Uh, okay. Here, this, this is a cookie. This is what it looks like, okay? Oh, good. We knew that we wanted cookies, but we did not know what a cookie looked like. Okay. Uh, also, any resemblance in our voices to a certain monster that also likes cookie is strictly coincidental. Okay. Here you go. Here, have the cookie. Nom, 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 nom. That is very good. Oh, now that we ate the cookie, we forgot what cookies look like. Are you a cookie? No. Um, go, so, follow me. Is that building a cookie? No. I don't know why we know what a building is, but... Okay, you guys follow me to the grocery store, and I'll show you the cookie aisle. Sloan, now that you've got these trees following you, what's the inside uh, angle on these trees? Are they gonna think that everything in the world is cookies, and then they're gonna eat it all, and then there's not gonna be a world anymore? So, um, anybody who can help me, please come and, like, tell them the stuff that is cookies that's cookies, because once they ate it, they forget. I have come, uh, President Fairelise, in order to help out. Thank you. Oh, my pleasure. 
And I like the fact that you are giving some slightly less opinionated reporting. You're doing a little less what they call editorializing than tuna. Yes. Now, trees, mm, are you a cookie? I am not a cookie. I, thank you for asking me first. What you might also need to know is that some cookies can talk, and... You shouldn't eat the talking cookies because they're alive. Oh, very complicated. Uh, don't worry, don't worry. I'm going to help if we sprinkle my fairy dust over only the non-talking cookies, then you will just be able to eat those cookies. And you will remember what they look like and to not eat people. Very good. <laughs> Did you eat somebody? Oh my gosh. Soon. And thank you for saving me from these terrifying uh, tree creatures. I, I mean, I think it was one of my errant spells that brought them to life. But uh, your influence has been most uh, commendable. Of course, Abacus. And so, Sloane and Fair... Ah! Hey, my head's out of the ice cream. I can narrate again. <laughs> yeah! Sloan and Farrelise went around telling the trees which cookies they could eat and which things they should not eat. Yeah. But in the meantime, there were a lot of angry seashells stomping around and grumpy eels as well. And even a few of the flowers seemed to be swaying their tongues back and forth in an awfully disgruntled manner. Huh. Hey, Sloan. Yes? You know all those stories I was telling you to tell about how other people were bad and doing bad things, even though they were just kind of living their lives? <laughs> well, it seems like they're all trying to uh, invade the studio. Uh, so if you wouldn't mind uh, coming back here and uh, saving me. Uh, yes, of course. Um, I'm going to teleport now. <laughs> wow, she's really good at that. Okay, I am here. Um, oh, goodness, there's a whole bunch of... Eels and seashells and uh, flower tongues stretching all the way into the studio. Hey, hey, guys, guys, calm down. Do you guys know how to write? Not if you do. If you know how to write in my language, English, if you could write down what you guys want, then I could maybe know how to help you. I'm actually one of the uh, talking flower tongues. We just want to be treated like normal people and be given the benefit of the doubt rather than everyone assuming that we're trying to eat them or lick them. We are learning about your cultures, which is just somewhat different from ours. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Thank you. Um. Ow, oh, come on, is that even news? Tuna. Oh, sorry, e invisible. Everyone, if you're thinking that they just want to, they, they want to eat you or they want to be mean, they're just trying to learn about us. So please try to be nice to them and treat them as if they are like your fellow humans, even though they don't look like you. You still got to treat them normally because they don't feel included. They don't feel like you like them or that you're trying to be nice. Wow. Nobody ever talked to me this way. And hey, look at this. Some people are actually still watching us on... I mean, despite the fact that you're not telling them all these bad things. This invisible dog has a lot to learn, Sloan, don't you think? Yes, I do. Ah, uh, uh, sorry. I think I got a little bit of brain free uh -huh. from licking... Everybody close your eyes! Much close your eyes! He's sneezing at <laughs> <laughs> And Fred sneezed over everyone in What If World, except for me this time, thank goodness covering Tuna the dog. Oh no! So that she wasn't so invisible anymore. 
Oh boy. Uh, uh, oh, are you are you flower tongues looking at me? Oh, okay. I, you know, Alexa Eels, it was nothing personal. I was just trying to get everyone to destroy you. Ah, oh, uh, uh, seashells, it's not like I recommended that people step on you. It's just, ah, oh, okay, I retire. I, okay, I think that's enough. That's true. She is not a cookie, so we should not eat her. Yes. So, Tuna, I think you're just trying to get them to stop. So do you actually, like, did you actually not meet any of the stuff that you said? I learned so much, and I, and I promise that when you tune in to the Tuna Clock News with Tuna, the invisible dog that's covered in ice cream and thus not invisible, I will give you the straight talk, strictly the facts, and then, you know, maybe also talk about Tuna. Because I just, I mean, I come on, I just love Tuna. Yes, that's why it's your name, of course. Oh, Sloan, thank you so much for your help and for all of this delicious ice cream. Of course. We have licked down to Eric's shoulders, and uh, now we are full, so we're going to go home. Yeah. I'll see you later, Sloan. Bye. What? Bye? You're letting them... Oh, no. So, Mr. Eric, are you still covered in it from your shoulders down? Yeah, shoulders down. Um, I mean, it's melting a little, so... There, that's a positive. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get like a, I'm just gonna get like a shovel and I'm just gonna scoop it off of you, okay? Scoop, scoop. And so, as I narrated the end of the story, Sloan laboriously shoveled ice cream off of me. And even when my arms were free, she didn't realize, and she kept shoveling even though I could have easily shoveled myself out at that point. But to be honest, it was nice to have someone taking care of me for a change. The end. Do, 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 do. Sloan, I had so much fun. Me too. And so much ice cream. I wish I had brought a lactate to this recording. Yeah. Oh boy. Thank you so much for coming. You have such a wonderful imagination and a, and a sense of, uh, of fairness and, and right from wrong that I feel like I'm seeing in more and more kids these days because kids like you speak up. Are there any of your fellow uh, homeschoolers or, or teachers that you want to say, give a shout out to? One of my friends, his name is Owen. Well, thank you, Sloan. Hello to Owen. Thanks, as always, to your mom, Ashley, for setting this up. It was awesome talking to you. It was awesome being on the show, too. It always is. All right, take care, Sloan. You too. Bye. Bye. Folks at home, you can help keep What If World going by supporting us on patreon.com slash whatifworld. You'll also get a shout-out on the show, ad-free episodes, more ways to share your ideas, and get featured on the show, plus access to other great rewards. It's also a big help to just leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Now on to our shout-outs. I would like to thank Brent, who loves science, Minecraft, and podcasts. His little sister's name is Nora, and Brent just turned eight years old on September 10th. Happy belated birthday. Then there's Billy, age nine, and Micah, age six. Billy's going into fourth grade, and was just stung by a jellyfish at the beach. Hey, watch out, jellyfish. Michael's going into first grade and has a birthday coming up on October 10th. He's going to try out for baseball for the first time this fall. They both love lacrosse, MMA, and swim team. Zizi here to shout out Florence, who's nine years old and also likes Minecraft. Plus her brother Ethan, who is 12 and likes ships. And I am here to give an uproarious shout out to Asha, age five, from Framingham, Massachusetts. I once used a ham to frame another. 
And that is how your town got its name. That is not true, Asher. Finally, it is I, Pixicato, here to shout out Lyra from Toronto. She imagined a G&G character for me, Bella Cato, and she just turned 10 on September 4th. Happy birthday, Lyra. And I'd like to thank Karen O'Keefe, my co-creator, Craig Martinson for our theme song, Desiree McFarland for her sound design, our helper Miss Lynn, and all you kids at home who practice critical thinking and looking for the facts. Until we meet again, keep wondering.